Reporting from Cisco Security Intelligence Operations, this is the Cyber Risk Report. The Cyber Risk Report is a strategic intelligence product created by Cisco analysts that highlights current security issues in mid- to long-range perspectives. The report addresses various risk management categories, such as vulnerability, physical, legal, trust, identity, human, and geopolitical. This report covers the period from January 13th to January 19th, 2014. The Cisco 2014 Annual Security Report has been released following months of collaboration between threat researchers and other cybersecurity experts at Cisco and Sourcefire. As promised, it provides a warts-and-all analysis of security news from 2013 and our perspective for the year ahead based on the data collected through Cisco security products and analyzed by our researchers. For additional information on the Annual Security Report, go to blogs.cisco.com forward slash security. Vulnerability activity remained at consistent levels. Highlights for the period include the small but significant Microsoft Security Bulletin release, security updates from Adobe, and the Oracle Critical Patch Update with security updates for multiple Oracle products and Java. Full details of the Microsoft Security Bulletins are available in the Cisco Event Response Microsoft Security Bulletin release for January 2014 and the Cisco Sourcefire blog post. The most significant Microsoft Security Bulletin is an update for the Microsoft Windows ND Proxy local code execution vulnerability, reported in MS14-002. Exploit code is publicly available and reports indicate that the vulnerability is being actively exploited in the wild, in conjunction with an Adobe Reader exploit that appears to target a patched vulnerability in Adobe Reader. Microsoft also announced it will extend antivirus protection for Windows XP systems after the announced end of support on April 8, 2014. Microsoft was also the latest victim of the Syrian Electronic Army account compromises. A Turkish hacker known as Turk Guvenligi compromised and defaced multiple SEA websites, highlighting the continued tensions around the Syrian conflict. Oracle released the Oracle Critical Patch Update Advisory for January 2014. The update contains 144 new security fixes that address multiple Oracle product families. The Oracle CPU also included a Java security update correcting multiple vulnerabilities. As highlighted in the Cisco 2014 Annual Security Report, Java continues to be actively exploited by multiple attack toolkits and direct attacks. Users and administrators should update their Java version to prevent a large number of these exploits. Adobe released security advisories for Flash Player, AIR, and Reader addressing multiple vulnerabilities. The Flash Player updates require users to update the plugins in all popular browsers. Adobe has also reported ongoing phishing activity involving malicious email messages that claim to deliver license keys for a variety of Adobe products. These email messages attempt to persuade users to follow malicious URLs or download malicious file attachments. ICS SCADA vulnerability activity continues to be elevated with reports of an eCava Integrator DLL Loading Buffer Overflow Vulnerability and Security Advisories and Software Updates for Schneider Electric Clear SCADA and multiple Wellentech products. In related activity, the SANS ICS also released a new ICS Breach Response Guide to assist operators with handling security incidents. Multiple sources are reporting increased activity related to PHP global variable override attacks that allow attackers to modify global variables and can be used to exploit latent vulnerabilities in PHP application code. The Cisco Remote Management Services team has reported a spike in Signature 7212 traffic, 
which may indicate that attackers are actively attempting to conduct PHP global variable overwrite attacks. Administrators are advised to implement an intrusion prevention system or intrusion detection system to help detect and prevent attacks that attempt to exploit this vulnerability. IntelliShield published 133 events last week, 86 new events, and 47 updated events. These alerts are available via the IntelliShield Alert Manager service. Visit www.cisco.com go slash IntelliShield for more information. In the Attacks and Compromises Risk Management category, as the investigation into the target compromise continues, researchers and investigators have released information on specific malware that appears to have been involved in the compromise. The malware is similar to previously reported point-of-sale malware that captures card data and transmits it to the criminal's external systems. Sources also report the target compromise may have been part of a larger criminal operation that compromised multiple retailers throughout the holiday period. The investigation and now reported fraud activity suggests that multiple businesses in addition to Target and Neiman Marcus have also been compromised. This highlights a few security issues that may have aided in the detection and prevention of this and similar events. First is the increased monitoring and incident response that all organizations need to focus more effort on in 2014. It is assumed that your organization will be attacked and compromised, making detection and response key to limiting and controlling the incidents. The second issue is sharing information across industries. Ideally, the indicators of the compromise would have been detected, alerting other retailers and businesses to the activity. In turn, they could check their systems and the scale and breadth of the attack would have been known earlier to allow for a response. Focusing on these capabilities and where the industry needs to improve, is worth noting and putting on our agenda for the coming year. In the physical risk management category, the Sochi Olympics is quickly approaching on February 7th through the 23rd. The Olympic security efforts have been deployed and layered security perimeters established around the Olympic sites. Reports suggest the Sochi Games will have some of the highest physical and cybersecurity measures of any Olympics, particularly due to the known threats in groups that have announced their intentions to disrupt the Games. Multiple security incidents have already occurred in the extended Sochi area, and private security organizations are being added to the Russian security forces. The Sochi Olympic Games has one of the highest security profiles and threat levels of any recent games. While the security will likely be downplayed throughout the games, observant viewers are challenged to look in the background of the televised events for signs of the security activity. With clear threats to the games, there are likely to be incidents that will deserve careful review. Unfortunately, the security activity and incidents could overshadow the actual athletes and competition at these games, but provide security professionals with insights and lessons learned to consider for their own future deployments. Next, in the human risk management category, multiple activists and hacktivists organizations are planning a day of protest in memory of Aaron Swartz on February 11, 2014, marking the one-year anniversary of Swartz's suicide. The online protests are focused on internet surveillance and what the groups are calling mass spying. Several organizations have joined the effort including Reddit, the Electronic Freedom Foundation, Free Press, and Mozilla, as well as hacktivist groups and anonymous affiliates. The actual anniversary of Swartz's suicide was January 11, 2014, but the online protest movement is planned for February 11th. While the majority of these groups are calling for peaceful protest activities, the hacktivist groups joining the protest have performed attacks on at least one website. Organizations should monitor this event for indicators of attacks against their networks 
indications that their network is being used to perform or participate in the protests and attacks or compromise systems. In geopolitical events, a new breed of protests known as Rolanzino are of mounting concern to Brasilia, according to the Financial Times and New York Times. These initially low-key protests against racism and social inequality communicate rapidly through social media. Flash mobs congregating often in shopping areas, they are reminiscent of the strolling protests that took place in Beijing, coinciding with the outbreak of the popular Arab uprisings of 2011. This new spate of protests in Brazil frequently morph into criminal activity and violence, according to local authorities. Meanwhile, protests in Ukraine are picking up again following announcement of a new set of rules cracking down on exactly that, public protests. It is no longer noteworthy to observe that social media played a role in the organization of these protests. In 2014, that is a fairly safe assumption. Instead, Enough data representing a broad sampling of different countries over several years now exists to allow us to analyze how social media impacts popular protests and what that implication may be for information security professionals and multinationals. For example, social media makes grassroots organization easier, less accountable, and less focused on pre-planned outcome or set of demands. It may be a raw expression of popular anger or frustration, making it, on the face of things, less likely to pose an existential threat to governments or local authorities, and more likely to fizzle. On the other hand, because of the viral nature of social media, calls to action can go national or even international within hours. It is difficult, if not impossible, for authorities to control without unplugging the Internet entirely. This brings to mind the situation in North Korea, where a recent documentary aired by Frontline confirms that even in the most isolated state on Earth, Laptops and thumb drives are being smuggled in, giving North Koreans incentive to resist and question their repressive regime. Information security specialists will continue to face the challenges of viral information and misinformation, and over the short term may want to keep an eye on Internet-fed popular movements growing in Brazil and Ukraine. Finally, at the recent Consumer Electronics Show, Cisco Chairman and CEO John Chambers and several other technology leaders discussed the Internet of Everything and the changes that this next evolution of the Internet will mean to technology companies, customers, and consumers. John Chambers' keynote presentation highlighted several of the current Internet of Everything technologies and activities across multiple sectors, and discussed the impact with his guest presenters. The keynote shows how the Internet of Everything is real, the financial impact of the technologies, and the potential moving forward. While much of the Internet of Everything is yet to come, the keynotes provided a strong insight into its existing state, current uses and deployments, and details of how those deployments are developing across multiple sectors. Those not directly involved in these operations will likely be surprised how many of these technologies are already in operation. From a security perspective, the Internet of Everything will alter the way security is planned, applied, and the services required to maintain the security of everything as it traverses the network. This concludes the Cyber Risk Report for this week. To read the full report, visit www.cisco.com slash go slash SIO and select the Cyber Risk Reports link. Tune in for next week's report from Cisco Security Intelligence Operations. Thanks for listening and stay safe.